Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? I hope you are successfully living out that mission of making your girls proud of you. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today and how that is kind of a driving force for us, to be honest. Uh, I, I say, you know, there's been the the books on, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus and, and all kinds of nonsense. But a lot of it is around how men are, are different. And one of the things that we value most is respect. <clears throat> and one of the things that I think we gauge respect on or respect that we've gained from people is kind of a sense of pride almost not not like a, a boastful type of pride but a pride in the recognition of doing something good so i am a host on the inkledo podcast and we've been talking about hard work and rest and labor and toil and all of these different concepts and, and how there's a difference you know you if you have good hard work with a mission and a vision and somebody to serve, you know, there's peace that comes with that hard work and you can rest. At the end of the day, you can rest. Whereas when there's no vision, when vision, there's nobody to serve, it's toil and you you almost can't relax. Like when you try to try to rest, when you try to sit down, you get anxiety and things like that. And it has me thinking about being a dad, to be honest with you, because right now, I think I said in a couple episodes ago, we're going through a big remodel. We retiled the downstairs floor, we're, and we're we're kind of remodeling some stuff for the the kids while we're doing it. One of the things that we're doing is we're building them uh, a game room. So it went from being a playroom with you know lots of toys and kind of nonsense stuff, and it's become it's got a couch with like a like a table and stools behind it and some a chair and a lot of bins and a little TV to play video games on. It's going to be a really cool game station, but it's taken a lot of work and a lot of building and a lot of um, moving heavy furniture back and forth all from upstairs to downstairs and all that. Like it's, it's been hard. I've said it a million times. I'm sticking with it that, you know, like not everybody's going to be like, Oh, Hey, thanks dad. It's so awesome that you built this for me. I appreciate it so much. That's not going to happen until they're they're 30 or something, 35, and they're doing it for their kids. Then they're going to realize how much that we've done for them. But the thing that hit me the most is that like doing all of this hard work and being as tired as I am, like freaking tired, exhausted as I am, it's all kind of worth it because there's this weird sense of pride in providing for my family. And... I think there's a lot of value in that, and I don't think we give that enough credit. So not all of us make a ton of money, right? I don't make a ton of money. We work very hard to do the best we can with the money that we do make. And and so there's this, there's this level of intent, intention, that counts for something, meaning it's not necessarily that they have, you know, like for this game room. It's not necessarily that they have the best TVs and the best systems because they don't have PS5s. They're going to have like Nintendo 64s from when I was a kid and I didn't throw it away. Not really. It, you know, but that kind of stuff, it's going to be old used rerun stuff, but they're still going to have a 
game room, which not a lot of people can say. So there's this intention behind it in providing a special experience for them, even if it's not quote unquote fancy or rich or any of these things like that. So we can provide these really awesome things for them with good intention. We can make the most of it. And it will still have an impact. And I, one of the things I don't, that I think we judge our kids on is a projection that, that we have. We project onto our kids this judgment of having nice things, of fancy things. And if it's not top of the line, then it's crap. That's something that we judge the world by. Our kids don't judge the world by. Our kids don't play with the toy. They play with the cardboard box, right? They don't care about fancy things. Uh, they care about you know, if we think it's fan, if we express value to it, then they're going to express value on it. But for the most part, my experience has been that kids just really don't care that much about fancy stuff. They care about experiences. They care about running around in the grass with their friends. They don't care about having the best toy. If the toy works, they can play with it. Cool. If it's a stick and they can pretend it's a wand, cool. It's the same difference to them. Like they don't, in their minds, I don't see them making any sort of distinction, any sort of distinction between the $100 electronic toy and a stick to them, if they can play with it, they can play with it. And that's what matters. And so I I think there's, there's something to this idea of intention, right? Intention out like the, what we put into it matters, what you put into it matters, not just the result. I I think one of the things we need to do is not not a hundred percent separate ourselves from the results, but to a degree separate ourselves from that result, the judgment from that result. And what I'm trying to say is that the result does matter. If the results don't matter, you won't try hard, right? So we do want to do the best that we can. We want to do good work. We want the results to be good because we tried hard. We did the best work that we could. If we're not going to try hard, if we're not going to do good work, we shouldn't do it because all that's going to do is teach our kids all the wrong lessons. So the result does matter. The result matters because if it didn't, you wouldn't do the right work. I wouldn't do the right work. If the result if the result didn't matter, I would just, you know, like for dinner, if nobody cared what anything tasted like, I would just slop some crap together and put it on a bowl. But it does matter because I care about what it tastes like. And so I try hard to make it taste good. That's what I mean by caring about the result. Now, separating ourselves from the judgment of that result is totally different, right? It's because, again, using my cooking example, I've made things that I really cared about. Kids absolutely hated, just hated. Like tonight, I made a really good chili with cornbread, and I loved it. Man, I was just pounding chili, and it took both my kids like an hour and a half to eat it with tears and whining because they're kids and all they eat is chicken nuggets and and cheese crisps, right? And ketchup. That's like all of their diet. And then other times, you know, I've I've put in a long day on the smoker, smoked chicken and sausage and all these things. And I pulled out smoked chicken and my girls just fell in love with it. And they danced around singing, I love dad smoked chicken. I you know, singing a song about it, which was, you know, like I was just beaming. Like I just won this victory, you know, when I, I was just full of pride, but we can't rely on that, that result to determine if we should do good work or not, right? We, we have to do good work 
for the sake of good work, irregardless of of the results. So I need to put in my effort in cooking a good meal for my family because it's important that they have nutritious meals. It's important that I work hard at stuff that I care about. And it's important that I provide for my family. What's not important necessarily is that my kids like every single thing that I make them and that they sing songs about me every single time. That's not important. I would actually say that's negative because they'll end up eating chicken nuggets and cheese crisps and ketchup 24-7 because I, I will eventually cater to the results and give them what they want that makes them happy and they will be unhealthy children, right? That's not a good thing. So separating from from that that need for approval and doing work for its own sake, caring about the result because the result is a, a reflection of the hard work, but removing the judgment on the result of whether it was a good or bad and focusing on that intent intention. Did I intend to provide the best I could possibly do? Yes or no. And I think if we can move to that sort of disposition, one will find a lot more peace, a lot more joy, and we'll also be able to rest. At the end of the night, we'll be able to say, you know what, I did my best. Yeah, the kids hated it. They cried and fussed the whole time. It took an hour and a half and dinner was freaking miserable. But I thought it was good. Wife thought it was good. Kids are five years old. They just don't like anything. But they will when they grow up and they've lived on ramen for six months straight and they're crying for dad's home cooking. Yeah, it'll come. That, that day is coming. And so you can sit down on the couch, take a deep breath at peace, and, and just rest in knowing that you've done good work. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.